no. Hello. Hello. Hey, we're only five minutes late with how late I was. That's pretty good. Sorry. Yeah, I'll, I'll take, take it. it. Yeah. I mean, there are definitely podcasts that I w watch on a weekly basis that say they're always going to start two hours before they ever actually start. So they just push their regular start time because they're just <laughs> like, yeah, we're never on time. Smart. Oh, Smart. man. Yeah. Not oh, boys. No, only, you know, I think the latest we've been is like a half hour, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Not too bad. Yeah. So question we were talking about the, me and justin were talking about this a little bit last week tim uh you can refute this whether or not but is this officially we have made it every week of 2021 with an olip stream i cannot think of a week that was missed i can't think of one but like it's official it, it's if it, it's official it's unofficially official yeah, well, because I, yeah, we don't time... have a way to check that anymore either. Because like there yeah. had definitely have been streams that we've lost because mm -hmm. like right. which is a bitch. But yeah, fine. well, I, the only time I could think of where we could have possibly missed one was when I was in Michigan. But you guys hit all three of those weeks. I remember mm -hmm. that clearly because I watched. I don't know. I at least the beginning of them. I I missed last week because I was in a hotel and didn't know we were doing it. But other than that, I don't think I've missed one since this summer. Yeah. So yeah, uh, you know, yeah, congratulations to us. Hey, hey, like, that's all, that's more because I know that uh, for a long time that was one of our struggles was just yeah. making the show. <laughs> Consistency, beautiful. Yeah, love to see it. So yeah, you guys excited? Uh, and excited. Last, last, last last couple hours of twenty twenty one going to twenty twenty two. Uh, I don't know. I have mixed feelings right now after hearing about Betty White, man. Oh, man, yeah. I mean, here's where I'm at with 2021 going into 2022. Somebody shot a gorilla in 2016. Since then, it's just been a giant shit show. So I don't, I, I don't have high expectations for next Did year. Did you hear about the tiger that got shot recently? No. Oh, we're <laughs> fucked. No, I, honestly, like, this was more on the, more, I, I mean, it was on the humans again. Some dude stuck his arm in the pen at a zoo to, like, try and pet a tiger. And the tiger was like, mm, look, a snack. What an idiot. And was getting, like, he was, like, ripping the, I mean, I didn't watch the video, but read the description. Yeah. Basically, the dude just get his arm ripped off, and so the police officer had to shoot the uh, tiger kind of thing. That's so I don't think this is going to get us canceled, but I'm just going to say, sometimes you need to let natural selection take, take its course, and I think we're just <laughs> interfered here. Oh, if man. you're dumb enough to stick your arm in a tiger cage, maybe I'll take the tiger he over just, you. Maybe. He just wanted to pet it, Tim. I did. What's wrong with that? When I was, I don't know if I've told the story on the podcast. Have I told the bear story on the podcast? Yeah, I don't know I if don't you've know. ever told me a bear story. Unfamiliar. Yeah, when same. I was five, my dad fell asleep on the couch and it was just me and my dad home. I think I was five. I might've been six, whatever. Right around that age. And I'm in the kitchen. I'm making myself a snack. And I look out the window and there's a black bear at the end of the driveway. You guys know my driveway from my parents' house. It's, you know, yeah. there's forest or whatever. So yeah. it's just there. It's, it's in the forest yard. And so I go tell my dad. I'm like, hey, dad, I'm going to go pet the bear. My, my dad's half asleep, goes, okay. Then he hears the door shut. He goes, oh, shit. hang on a minute. <laughs> so he comes out, and I'm halfway in between my house and the bear. And he goes, Timmy, get, get back here. Over here, slowly, <laughs> fuck, slowly. And uh, she had cubs with her. 
So that could have oh, ended boy. very badly. The, there may only be two people on this podcast right now. This permanently. This podcast wouldn't exist. I, yeah. 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 That's, yeah. That's so uh, that that happened. Or you could have had a pet bear. Who knows? And I'm just saying, sometimes you got to let natural selection take its course. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that could have also been the beginning of like a superhero story where the bear bites you and you get bear powers, right? Right. Man, that's, yeah. how, that's how it <laughs> works. You right? act a bear, man. Know, is that what happens? I don't. That's how you act works, bear right? powers. I don't. I don't. So, I had a curiosity because we're just winging it, right? Mm-hmm. So, have you guys seen the new Spider Man yet? No, but I'd like to. I would love to. Yeah, I, I, then I, I honestly feel bad for you because the spoilers are coming out more and more, I've noticed. Uh, especially ever since I, I saw it on Monday. So I have seen yeah. a couple of screens that I was like, ooh, okay, now I know this is yeah. a thing. Yeah. 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 It's very good, though. It is, uh, honestly, I will tell you, my favorite part of the movie is the ending because of the way they, they end it. It's very much, if they want to continue, they can. Any of the characters, like any of the actors, if they don't want to come back, they don't have to. Hmm. Like, it's very well, it was this very well, like, tidy ending kind of thing. So I was Sorry. very happy with it. Yeah. My wife was not. Um, and you'll know why after you see it kind of thing. But I was mm. like, that was clean. That was just clean. Clean for everybody, really. You know what I mean? So good. It's good. Good yeah, time. I'll have to check that out for sure. You know what? You know, want to know what was in a good time? What? Watching Boba Fett last night. Ooh, let's get it. It's into funny because, it. like, I, I've seen so many articles saying oh they nail it again and describing it as a slow burn and i would agree that it was a slow burn but like yeah i i think we all came to the exact same conclusion that like it's not that it was bad it wasn't like oh this is fucking garbage but it definitely wasn't good i was very whelmed right yeah i think that's a good way to put it it's hard to compare it to like the mandalorian or something uh because first of all I mean, they broke the mold with the Mandalorian, man. There's, it's going to be hard right. to follow that up. But then beyond that, it feels like these Boba Fett episodes are going to be shorter. Yeah. <sighs> That's a disappointment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I, I, when's the last time like you watched a premiere? So. Yeah, when's the last time you watched a premiere for a new series? Like, even in The, the Witcher, Witcher like... N- I don't know. But, I haven't watched but, it yet, but... But what I mean is, like, even, like, The Witcher 2, it was still, like almost an hour mm-hmm. um we've been watching the bad batch again the, the first episode because sarah didn't watch uh, not again we've been watching it because i watched the first episode with logan so we had to watch the first episode of that again that's like an hour very and 15 long. minutes yeah um even the mando i also feel like was, was kind of long so like for boba fett to be 25 minutes was kind of like eesh. yeah it felt very like, short i wanted more like it, it to me if you want to do a slow burn, do a slow burn. Give me 45 minutes of story and like exposition and set up where it's going to go. I'm okay with, with that. Just give me 20, 20 more minutes of Boba Fett and I'll be all right. And if you're going to do a short episode for a premiere, it better be fucking action packed, but a short, slow burn isn't really a slow burn. It's just like what that went nowhere fast. Yeah. It, it didn't feel like it really, I mean, it set the stage, but it didn't really go beyond that like it didn't really do much so i'm glad that i like where it's at i like the setting and everything that they're propping up here but they just didn't go very far with it yet yeah yeah for for me because i'm not the local like 
epic Star Wars nerds, especially not compared to both of you, right? So, like, there's things I don't know. Right, exactly. Like, I, I noticed that they showed... <laughs> uh, <laughs> <we're> twins! <laughs> Twinning! I think, I think they showed... I think it was in this episode that I was watching. I watched a few things yesterday. They showed a lady, like, sitting on the ground, and she had, like, markings on the back of her leg or something like that. Um, I, don't, I don't know, but I was just like... Oh, you know what? You want to know what? I think that was the Varkus video that you sent me, Tim. That you sent us. The Warhammer. Yeah, yeah that has nothing to do with the no, Warhammer. No, it it doesn't. Well, yeah, that is something else. But the reason why that, that's getting... Con- yeah. yeah. The reason why that's getting confused in my mind is because you sent that right as I started watching. So <laughs> then I stopped watching Star Wars and I watched that video. So it's in my brain like that. Anyways. Oh, man. Um, but yeah, like... I'm not super into Star Wars. Like, I enjoy Star Wars, mostly games more than any of their other stuff, right? Um, you know, Knights of the Republic and all this stuff. So for me, this was really bad to watch, right? Uh, the main reason why is because it's like, for somebody who's, like, not super interested, like, I'm not tied to Boba Fett, right? Like, mo- a lot of Star Wars fans are. He's a really popular character. Um, the one thing that I was like, oh... Well, no, it's just like I was, normally that what keeps me in those kind of these kind of shows is the combat. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't know if you guys saw in the chat, I watched that first fight or whatever with not not to like overly spoil, but like the shield guys or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, it's like this feels super over over choreographed, like everything's slow. It doesn't look natural. You know what I mean? Like it just was like, eh. and I was like, oh, God, like that's when I got to the point where I was like, I don't think I like this at all. Because I have not, there's very little talking up to that point, too. So it's just like, it's a lot of picture. You know what I mean? So I was just kind of like, oh, God. And then I, I, like, I finished watching it, but it never like fully caught my attention where I went, oh, man, that's cool. Like, yeah. you know? And it, I, I and definitely agree that it, the fight scenes that they had were not that exciting. And there were parts where I, like, there's that part where it shows Boba and he's like, got his helmet off and he like raises the thing and smashes it down and he's like staring off into the distance just like yeah. oh i did not like that at all i i also will say like for a boba fett show i tuned in to watch boba fett be boba fett and instead i feel like we watched 25 minutes of boba fett getting his ass kicked right that's true there was that's some true. epic moments like yeah. like the without spoiling anything when he takes down the big thing right yeah i'm talking yeah. about that was cool that was like cool. or when he fired off the little bird yes dude. that yeah. was that badass. Was, like there I were laughed at little that. things yeah there were little things that made and even like um it was funny because there's when he says fennec alive i looked at my wife and 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 i was like he only needs one and she, she, apparently the character had the same thought. You know exactly what I'm talking about. That yeah. was funny. That was cool. That line the little too. Things. That was like, there's there some fun callbacks. Like that was like a, a callback to Darth Vader talking to Boba Fett when he's talking yeah. to all the bounty hunters and shit. Like that was cool. Yeah. And there are, I feel like because today actually, because my son asked me, he was like, is there a movie where Darth Vader dies? And I was like, yes. So we watched uh, at least the first half of um, of Return of the Jedi, and so like we saw Boba Fett and the Sar like get into the Sarlacc pit. And so now having just watched Book of Boba Fett last night, it made perfect sense to him, and that was cool. Nice. And like I recently rewatched The Mandalorian, so had I watched The Mandalorian directly and then watched Book of Boba Fett, 
or watched like return up to that scene and then watched book of Boba Fett, I feel like it would have been more fleshed out feeling, mm-hmm. but it, it just wasn't. It just wasn't. Another no. thing is like in the Mandalorian, Boba Fett kicks ass. He's a fucking monster yeah. of just ass whooping. And uh, that's not that's not him in episode one over here. No, I here's my thing about the whole deal. As much as I didn't enjoy it, I'm a bigger overall fan of the Witcher series than I am Star Wars. And when the w- first season of The Witcher came out, I openly told a couple of my buddies because I was deployed at the time. I went, if this didn't have the title The Witcher connected to it, I would not watch this anymore. And I, that was yeah, three episodes win. So yeah. there's still hope, right? Like, I, I know I'm personally, like, really dunking on it because I really did not like this episode, like, at all. Like, it was very bad to me. But still, at the end of the day, you've had The Mandalorian. You've had, like, we've talked about Bad Batch and some other, th- other shows that it's trying to live up to. So the fact that it's not living up to it right out of the gate is a little bit unfair. But at the same time, it's just like, it's got time. But at the same I, I was not. I was very unhappy with that. I was like, this fucking blows. Like, yeah. I, I don't want to watch any more of this. I also feel like they, in this case, because the first episode wasn't a banger, mm-hmm. did themselves a disservice with the episodic releases mm-hmm. because there will be people who feel the exact way you did, Cody, who are like, yeah, this one's not for me. Yeah. And if the second episode's great, maybe they come back, maybe. But, like, right. that's the nice thing about, like, the way The Witcher released on the Netflix releases their shows is I watched the entire season of the, the second season of The Witcher in a day. Because I was like, yeah, let's go. <laughs> yeah. And I would definitely do that with Book of Boba Fett. I yeah. can't. And like That's... now I have to wait a week and the first one was like meh. So like there's no right. I'm yeah. here talking about how it was just kind of meh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm gonna be honest, I was surprised it was only one episode too. Like when I pulled it up, I was like, all right, I got like four or five episodes to watch, probably. Right. Because I was here at the house by myself. My wife and <clears throat> my family was all out, out at dinner. They'd gone to the movies and stuff like that. So I was like, all right, perfect time. I'm going to sit down and watch this so I can be knowledgeable about this right. conversation. And then it was one episode, and I went, what? Yeah, yeah well, I wasn't I, sure I was either. surprised. They I did do, the same with Mando. I do like the, the weekly release. I like it because it's kind of like, I like that social aspect where like people can like discuss the episode and like be on even right. terms with everybody else for a little while. But uh, I do agree. It was a week first episode, and I think a lot of people will drop off unless the next one comes out swinging and people are talking about it yeah sir sir i'm just now noticing that your uh your background's a little off today whose yours oh you you like my little <laughs> solaire of Astora box over here i i do yeah. i do uh, honestly you want to know my first thought was though uh quest of the holy grail and then oh, I was like, yeah, mm, probably, I was like, that's probably not right. That's Same probably thing. Dark Souls, right? <laughs> yeah, it took me a second to figure out why you thought that. And I was like, okay, no, that's the big right. sun. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Very yeah, similar. Yeah. I wonder if that was like influenced that design for Solaire. I'd be really I hope curious. So. I hope so. That'd be amazing. Yeah. So yeah, Book of Boba Fett. Um, I think the worst thing about it was like, it just, the pacing was weird. How they had like the flashback and then the real time. Like, yeah, that kind of threw it off for me. It's funny. I feel like they could have done so much if they would have just included. So they, they showed him waking up in the in the, you know, the stomach of Sarlacc. Mm-hmm. I will say that was cool. Yeah, if they would have a cool scene, if they would have included him, like because having just watched it again today, 
like he gets knocked out of the air while he's jetpacking and rolls in there. If they would have just included part of that scene into it, that would have lengthened out the episode a little bit and added mm-hmm. in. Some- it, there are so many like little things they could have done. And I'm not trying to tell John Favreau how to make a fucking show. He made the Mandalorian. He wrote Iron Man. Like John Favreau is awesome. Don't get me wrong. But like, I, and I have faith that the show will get better because it is John Favreau. Mm-hmm. But, like they definitely, there were little things they could have done that I think would have made it just better. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, hope. Speaking of Iron Man, just FYI, um, Iron Man is no longer the first MCU movie. Just F- the first. Know. Yeah. So Iron Man was supposed to be like the first movie. The first Iron Man was supposed to be the first movie to start off the whole Avengers thing. Oh, um, like because, canonically. Yeah, but because of Spider-Man No Way Home, that technically doesn't. That's technically not right anymore. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Well, yeah. I didn't think about it until Ooh. I saw a meme about it earlier, and I was just like, oh. Mm. Yeah, that's fucking right. Oh God, like, yeah, it. Yeah, Tim probably knows what I'm referencing. I can, I think, because he's probably seen spoilers. But I yeah. have, I have intentionally avoided all spider spoilers. All spiders. But, well, you can't go see Spider Man spider if, if you're avoiding spoilers. I can't go to work if I'm avoiding all spiders. Ben in the chat. Thanks for the spoiler, Cody. Wow. I'm keeping it vague. Honestly, I honestly I didn't. I didn't realize it until after I saw the meme about it, and I thought that I thought it was super funny. I was like, "Wow, that's actually fucking right! Holy shit!" Mm. So yeah, um, I don't know, but here's here's hoping more to Boba Fett. Um, and I hope it gets better. Um, I need to sit down with my wife, wife though, and we need to continue watching The Witcher. We've only watched the first episode from the first season because she's Whoa. never seen The Witcher. Got a lot to go through. You know what I think would yeah. be cool, and I realized that we almost had like. Boba Fett game that was canceled because oh, EA yeah. sucks balls. But like, did you, did you guys play Star Wars Bounty Hunter on PS2? Oh hell yeah, dude! I played on I GameCube or whatever. But remember. like, it, yeah, it was a you played as Jango Fett and you were just chasing bounties and it was cool and it was like mm-hmm. the level design was pretty. I mean, I haven't played the game in like twenty years, so like maybe I remember it as better than it was. But I think it would be cool to have another game of that style where you're playing as Boba Fett in like you know a more modern game right that uh, honestly that would be i think a perfect type of game right you're boba fett you're a bounty hunter you go home hunt bounties and then from there the game designers can just make up whatever the fuck they want and throw in whatever references they want i could definitely see that feeling similar to like jedi fallen order where it's like you're in the Star Wars universe but you can pretty much do your thing in there within that realm yeah I would love that. I like Warhammer 40k it, and hopefully it comes out good. Dude, instead if you of like make enough 10 games. To 1, yeah, instead of the I 10 mean, to 1 ratio of bad to good games for Warhammer. So, Star Wars games are generally, generally pretty good. There used to be a lot more Star Wars games. Yeah. yeah and then true. EA fucked it up. Yeah. So, EA's license is no longer exclusive. Ubisoft is making an open world Star Wars game. I think it's the same devs that did that did the division they're working I think on that's one. right yeah there's like that one that we saw from quantic, quantic dream. dream i i think we could be heading into what? the golden age of star wars games yeah yeah there's a but, like moba style or like overwatch style game that's coming out too there's all kinds of shit yeah that 
that one i'm not as excited about. star wars hunters yeah <laughs> no yeah but like it could be it could i could not be excited about it, but it could still be a banger because like most of the time star wars games are pretty damn good and i, I i'm hopeful that star wars is gonna have cody kind of like you said they'll open up the the license kind of like warhammer except yeah. except i have noticed like most, most warhammer games that aren't published by slytherin i think are bad yeah. Necromunda was like okay, but like if they're published by Slytherin and they're a strategy game, they're usually pretty good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just look, I hope for good things. Because I I would love to find a Star Wars game or even a show that hooks me to the point that like really draws me into the universe because I know Star Wars has a lot of cool things about it. Um, but I've never gotten that hook, like that initial hook mm-hmm. to just like get me into the entire like for me to just buy into the universe as a whole. And just like want to devour everything about it, like the books and movies and all that kind of stuff. Um, uh, I don't know. I because I've played a lot of like out, Outcasts and stuff back in the day. You know what I mean? And those were honestly probably the best games that they've come out with. I, I think I don't know how many people would agree with that, but uh, I mean Outcast, they're definitely way up there. Especially right. when you specifically said Outcast, you had my yeah. attention. Like yeah. Outcast is like my favorite Star Wars game yeah. of all time. That the Jedi Knight series was like. Academy, Outcast, Dark Forces, Dark Forces Two. Right. Those are, oh, those are yeah. my favorite games. Ben, yeah, mentioning they they didn't age that well. No, they didn't. Right. But they for the time. I uh, I was actually reading somebody talking about this today about Halo CE. You know, just for what they did at the time, right? And honestly, outside of Kotor, what came out after that, like, wasn't that great in the Star Wars universe? You don't love Star opinion. Wars Bombad Racing. <laughs> <laughs> Said, the only games I can think of that came out after Kotor, they had like pod racing. I, I, I'm talking about Battle just kind Frontier of two. Was after? Oh, Battlefront. Battlefront's a good one. Bounty Hunter was one. before because Bounty Hunter came out GameCube, PS2, and these other games were Xbox games. Yeah. Uh, but Battlefront uh, is a good one. I did, I forgot about Battlefront. Then but there was like... um. At the time, they were good. Going back and playing them now, they're kind of painful. But there was the Star Killer games. Um, oh Force yeah, Force Unleashed, oh. Force Unleashed. Those, two. those, like, those, those were those, okay. You got to mention were, Star Wars right. Galaxies, which was uh, incredibly yeah. formative on that entire yeah. genre. Yeah, and then yeah. and then there was, um, you know, Bioware's version of it. Uh, yeah, the yeah. Public, the old Republic's you know, fine. There's nothing yeah, really like it. It's okay. People yeah. still play it. They just came out oh with an expansion. Oh my god! Republic Commando. Thank you, Ben. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Re- Republic Commando. Was- that oh, was so shit. good. Yeah, Republic oh, Commando. Was that's really a great game. Yeah, I, I, I just for me it feels like it was like Outcast, right? And then like he's right, Republic Commando, and then Battlefront, and then and then Kotor, and then I think after Kotor, I don't know if I played a Star Wars game again until the recent uh, Jedi. Fallen Order. Battlefront with me, right? But uh, I feel like I mean I the new like, Battlefront. Yeah, but it wasn't like, good. Like that's kind of my it was point. Okay. Yeah. Like, Not as good as we thought it would be. Yeah, both it Battlefronts. It was fun, but it was whelming. Yeah, it it felt that's like it was just focused way way more on graphics than it was on like legit gameplay, and it was more cool to like just be in the space necessarily than it was to like run around and like kill people. You know, the actual objective. Yeah. You know. So, um, yeah, I wouldn't disagree. Yeah. I don't know. Um, so, uh, speaking of games and games and shit that we like, though, 
Uh, the only real topic we had for tonight was uh, it's New Year's Eve, right? So outside, I'm gonna I'm gonna put this one stipulation out there because we both are all three of us like both of these games. I said of Valheim and Halo. Oh, you're taking Halo off the I'm list. Gonna say, I'm going to take Halo off the list, because we talk about Fuck. Halo a lot. Okay, yeah, Don't that's worry. fair. What, what was... was uh, ooh, I like it. Um, what well, was it your top... We'll start... We'll see how many we can get through, but we're going to shoot for three games a person. Top three games of 2020, 2021. Valheim. So, <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> game of the year. In case anyone doesn't says. know, yeah, we... Yeah. Valheim's our game of the year. Yeah. Top, yeah, 100%. top. All right, Tim, start us off. I'm going to start us (laughs) off? Panic mode. Okay. Uh, Well, I am going to start actually with one that I don't think a lot of people are going to talk about, and it's not not a game of the year for me. It's not a contender for game of the year for me. But if we're talking about, like, three games that are going to stay with me that I probably will play again in the future that were my favorites that I played this year, um, Chernobylite's definitely one of them. Now... Yeah, I play Fallout style games. I play Stalker style games. I if you put a post apocalyptic setting on a game, there's a good chance that I'm gonna enjoy it. But it was genuinely a interesting story. The combat was kind of clunky, but it was all right. It was passable. Um, there were systems in the game that were unique, and I think they did a really good job telling the story that they wanted to tell using those systems. It was an indie game, so it's not like it's it's not like this crazy triple a budget and they with what they had they did a really good job so i'd say that's one of my three that's for sure um yeah are we going like are we going like round robin like now we jump to justin for one of yours yeah. and then we go oh, back sure. around okay yeah, yeah, yeah let's do that, that. Yeah. okay uh so i'm gonna start off by uh saying uh deltarune chapter two which is not a fully okay. released game, but it was definitely one of the best experiences I had playing a game this year. Uh, super memorable. Uh, fucking love the characters, love the music. Um, I, it's one of those things where it's like, it's going to be hard when it's fully released to like play through it again, I think. But dude, I, anyone who's ever played Undertale, if you haven't played Deltarune, go play it right now. Because it is right up there with Undertale. All the feels, all the fun, all the stupid jokes. Please. It's play a it. sequel, right? It's like an actual sequel. So I just I just It's it unrelated. Up. It's oh, par- is it? Undertale's parallel story, according to the description. Here's my question. How the fuck didn't you mention this all year? Oh. <laughs> I don't remember you say anything about this game ever. Yeah. And I... then it's a demo, and you're like, this is one of my best best experiences of 2021 <laughs> i think i maybe i'm not i'm not saying it you guys be, haven't played just... undertale have you i have not i've watched a lot i have of not i think i own it that, but I have that not may be why it. i just kind of spaced it out from chatting with you guys right. about it i was talking like i talked to andrea a lot about it because she's played undertale and she right. played the first chapter of delta rune um i kind of feel like we have to like stream it now oh yeah dude that'd be super fun it's such a it'd be a good game to stream it's like uh Toby Fox, the dude who made it, kind of made it as a love letter to um like Earthbound or like what, Mother Three, those old games. So you're basically like this character walking around 2D, and uh, in Undertale you have like the fights and you get into fights and it's all about um you realize that you don't have to kill things and you feel bad when you kill these monsters 
so you can start sparing them but it's harder so you're kind of like trying to do this balancing act in delta rune doesn't matter if you kill things at all you can kill shit you don't have to worry about that there's a lot less to like worry about but there's so many like layers of like weird shit that's going on and trying to like figure out what's actually happening in the game i don't know dude it's a whole mind fuck thing it's really good hmm. and the music is fucking amazing so i just wanted to give that one a shout out yeah, awesome I'm, gl- I'm glad you're enjoying it honestly you think, I hadn't. Ne- I'd never even heard of it. Like not even once until you. I had to. I had to look it up on Steam. I was like, "What the fuck? What the fuck is this?" Delta so, Rune, baby. I typed in Delta Rune and it didn't come up at first. So I typed in Delta. It was the first first thing. I was like, "What's oh, up?" Yeah. So, anyways, um, all right, cool. Well, for me, my first one is gonna be Dreamscaper. Oh, I absolutely yeah. love the fucking game. Um, if you like roguelites and you like a uh, it's it's a, it's a slow burn story for sure 100% because you like kind of as you're going through each each time you go through the levels or whatever you'll find different like uh memories basically because it's it's literally happening in this female's dreams or whatever and you'll find these memories and it kind of fleshes out the story each and every time a little bit more so it's almost kind of like an audio log um and then the combat's really good the weapons are cool and then when you're awake there's a whole different dynamic of you just building relationships with these other characters in the game kind of thing. Um, almost kind of like, it almost kind of feels like in a Life of Strange, Life is Strange kind of way, you know? And I've only seen gameplay of that. I haven't actually played Life is Strange, so mm-hmm. I'm kind of projecting a little bit. But that's kind of how it felt to me. Um, <clears throat> it's just very, like, top to bottom. It's a very well-made game. Uh, it, everything feels balanced. Like, there's little, I don't, I don't have any complaints about it. Like, it's just a very good game to play. So... If it's ever on sale and you like roguelikes and stuff like that, easy, easy buy. Easy buy. So. What you, got, what you got next, Tim? So this one's kind of cheating because it, it well, it came out <laughs> in early access a few years ago, but it fully released this summer. I am going to I'm, I gotta go with Splitgate. I have to. I, I put a lot of time into Splitgate, and I said all summer, I was like, this is the best Halo game I've played in years, until yeah. Infinite, like it was. Uh, so, right. um, I think it had a huge impact, like, it still is, it's not as popular as it was this summer, like, a lot of people fell mm-hmm. off, especially now that Halo's out. out. Yeah, but it's still holding solid, it's still a lot of fun to play, and it's a very quality game and it still has that unique feel of like halo plus portals and it it's a ton of fun um if you haven't checked it out free to play yeah dude check it out Splicky absolutely deserves a spot man that's definitely yeah. it's one of those games i'll keep installed in case somebody wants to play it sometime because it is yeah. just a joy so i was actually like super frustrated that i couldn't put it like i couldn't even nominate it under labor of love which I thought right. was weird. Like, nothing on yeah. the Steam Awards let me nominate it. I was like, that's stupid, because this is, of the games I've played this year, it it might be my favorite game I've played this year. Um, Just, like, I, it's the game I certainly had the most fun mm-hmm. with. And, like, yeah. when I was playing games this summer, I was playing Splitgate. The no bat. Question. The bat yeah. in that game. Oh, my goodness. It's oh my, so yeah, satisfying. That's so fun. Yeah, it is more satisfying than a sledgehammer, or than the, the gravity hammer in Halo. In Halo and that Infinite? is saying something yeah. to me. Yeah. So, like, yeah, I, I, I love Splitgate, and I think that it deserves all of the love, and I really wish 
that they would have let me vote for it somewhere for something. So I'm voting for <laughs> it here. For <laughs> One of my damn games. It fully released this year, so that's that's what I'm saying. We'll take it. Uh, yeah, so my next one is... This is going to surprise you because you think it's been so long since this came out. The Medium. Oh! Me and yeah. Cody played through... That's a fucking good uh, one. Or Cody played through The Medium, yeah. and uh, we did a Let's Play of it. And it was so cool. You, you play as this woman um, who is, like, going back and forth in between, like, the real world and this, like, horrible horror meat world. This horrible oh meat world where you have to cut through these yeah, meat curtains with a knife. A <laughs> I was um, playing it with my wife. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah, it's really, it's a good thriller. It's like this beautiful thriller story, and they're just like the gameplay elements um, where you're like trying to escape that thing when it's chasing you. And oh my God, trying yeah. to just like figure out how everything goes together. Um, and it had like a really cool visual style as well. Um, it all just kind of came together to be just a really great, solid game. Something that the the kind of game that I don't usually go in for or don't really get into. Um, like I, I, Alan Wake and stuff. Like not interested, but this one, this one really hit the spot for me. So I was really glad yeah. uh, to see that it came out this year, so I could throw it on the list. Yeah, that does feel like an eternity ago, mm-hmm. and I actually didn't think of that. That's actually a good, a good pick. I'm not gonna pick the same thing, even though I did really enjoy it. Just so we're not all picking yeah. the same shit. Um, the other thing, the other thing about the medium before we get away from that, though, it has the holy hand grenade reference in the newspaper in <laughs> yeah, the dude. first house. So that immediately makes Set it top tier. Yeah, yeah. And the other thing about the medium is funny is because like I remember having a really good time playing it and going through it with you or whatever. But I've seen a lot of people recently dunking on it, like saying it was really bad and whatnot. And I think it was because they did they had different expectations on what it was supposed. I think they thought it would be more on the horror side than it was on like, because <clears throat> it's more like, um, oh fuck, what the hell is that uh, movie? Uh, d- dude stuck on the Shutter Island. That's what I'm thinking of. It's more, it's like more Shutter... of a thriller than a scary. Yeah, movie. it's it's yeah. there to fuck with your mind. It's not a it's not a Michael Myers type thing, right? It's, it's yeah. there to fuck with your head more than anything. And I think people were thinking more of Michael, I- Michael I mean, Myers getting, than the word Shutter Island. That big fucking thing is scary. Yeah, there are scary. No, moments. it is. Yeah, but I just you know those are like you said, they're moments. the The majority yeah. of the gameplay is just like, what the fuck is wrong with her, and blah blah mm-hmm. blah, and oh, who's this mysterious? She has a sister or some shit. Like, what the Dude, fuck? Dude, that I ending remember, still. Like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like super crazy. So, um, yeah. So had a really good time with that too. I agree with that. Uh, my second one is actually going to be, and I didn't play a whole lot of this, but I I really did enjoy what I did play. Um, I just got caught up with other games and whatnot. Was uh, Monster Monster Hunter Stories Two. It is a very good game. If you like Pokemon and you like exploration, it's super good. And then you got, you know, a good Monster Hunter story. Like, not, not no pun on the title, but, like, the story itself is pretty good. Um, you know, and then you got the, the armor and stuff, and it's just... It's all the stuff you like about Monster Hunter, and it's put more of a Pokemon-type package-type deal. Um, I just had a good time with it. Like, graphics are good. I it is it's once again it's just a super solid game. If you buy it, you're probably going to enjoy it. Um, I feel like there's it, there are enough monster hunters out there that there's like probably a version of Monster Hunter that's going to click with somebody now. Right. Yeah. yeah. Especially with yeah. the one. 
Um, that what what's the one that re- released on the Switch only? Rise. So that's coming to PC. Yeah, I I I, I, I own it on Switch, and I need to try it because like I I got kind of I started playing Monster Hunter World, and I it kind of dipped my toe in it. It was my first Monster Hunter game, Same. and it was pr- pretty good. And like I don't know, I've I've heard nothing but great things about Rise, and like I have it upstairs. It's sitting next to my Switch. I just, just haven't like on. popped it in and played it yet. Yeah, so like yeah. I really need to get into it. I have played a bit of stories too, and I agree with you, Cody. I think it's it's yeah. awesome. So. Yeah, it's it might be one of those games I try and go back to before. Um, I'm playing Kingdoms of Amalur currently. I, there's so many games. I bought Wilder Myth yesterday. Oh yeah, I, I heard some, that was somebody super put good. somebody put that on their top game of the year list. And they actually described what it was with video. I didn't know that's what it was. Otherwise, I would have bought it like 10 months ago. Right. It's like, like context sensitive, like at this actual like adventure, like a tabletop adventure. Dude, you want to play single player D&D without it being single player D&D? It's this. Yeah. It's it, no joke. It's it, 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 it take Wait, it's almost like, it's almost like taking Pathfinder, right? Trimming out all the extra shit and just turning that into just like a little storyboard. And you're just doing the combat. But it's so satisfying. So I'm playing on like the second hardest difficulty because I didn't really know what I was getting into. And within like the first couple hours, like the difficulty ramps up like immediate, like it's like easy, easy. And then all of a sudden it's like a fucking like just. And so I got fucked up really quick. Um, And your characters can get maimed. So I have a dude with a peg leg. I have somebody missing an eye and I have somebody (laughs) else missing a hand kind of thing. And it's weird because like the, the chick who's missing a hand or whatever. She went from using a bow to now she has a crossbow and a hook. Oh my god! Kind of thing. Yeah, like it's super, like super cool, uh, and it's like an ever evolving story. Like if all three of us played it, it would all be different because you randomize your characters in the beginning, like RimWorld mm. type deal. I love it's, that. It's it's super good, and, but but here's the best part: there's multiplayer. No way. Is there? We could. Yes. There's a multi. I don't know oh. how. I don't know. I don't know if it's how much like, is this game. It was eighteen bucks right now. Oh, that ain't. And that's bad. why, yeah. And that's why that's why I snagged it. I don't know. I didn't really look into the multiplayer. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know it had multiplayer until I booted it up and I saw the option. I was like, oh shit. Interesting. But yeah, like this is something we could all play together. Like it's crazy. Um, but yeah, it's 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 super cool. Uh, and I was really enjoying that. That's not one of my games I'm picking because <laughs> I've only played it. I've only played it for two hours, and that was yesterday. But I was super impressed with what was there, um, and how. It's how it gives you choices and stuff like that. And it just, the story that it makes, all the art is like, it looks all hand drawn and looks really cool and whatnot. It's just, yeah, it's yeah. cool. It's cool. Yeah, I've heard uh, a lot of people talking about that one, a lot of praise for it. The only negative yeah. thing I've heard is that they're, they said there comes a point where like you need to stop playing and like start over again. Otherwise, you're just going to kind of see the same things happen. Oh, I'm what? sure. I'm sure because there's probably only so many like variables, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I guess, so, yeah. So I, I mean, yeah, I'm sure. Um, but I mean, it's it's still it's. I think once you get to that point, it probably turns into a really fun, turn your brain off type game. And I, I, I honestly, Tim, I thought of you because it reminds me a lot of XCOM, right? You get characters that you get connected to, right? Yeah, that can die. Yes. They can straight up fucking the, die. The way random. you were describing it when you were like. Oh, it's the closest thing to D and D is like single player D and D you can get without playing single player D and D. I was like, oh, that sounds like Darkest Dungeon. So like, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. that does sound very up my alley. Mm-hmm. Right. So it, the different, the only difference being Darkest Dungeons, like that little the line combat, right? 
this is yeah. your your traditional like tabletop you can move so far kind of thing and the and the characters when you're in combat they're all like paper yeah it's got a really kind cute of aesthetic to yeah. it yeah, it's cool. Well, you say it's cute until you start seeing the monsters. It's like, what the fuck? Why does that raccoon have spikes coming out of his back? Oh my god, it's a ranged character. What the <laughs> hell? Like, yeah, it's 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 really cool. It's uh so, but yeah, when I saw the video on it and they were like single player D and D, I was like, how much is it? It's on sale. Bye. Like, Boom. it was super easy for me to get. So, yeah. Anyways, I went off on a tangent. Uh, <laughs> my actual choice there was Monster Hunter, Monster Hunter Stories too. Uh, it's that's also a very good game. Can't go wrong. If that's on sale, buy it. So yeah. it gave me time to scramble because you guys picked the two that like since I can't have Halo on mine, I was like, okay, I'll talk about this one. Shit, he did the media. <laughs> okay, I'll talk about this one. Shit, he did Monster Hunter Street. <laughs> what other games have I played this year that it came out this year? It was hard uh, to think of like, uh, games that actually came out this year. I definitely had yeah. to like look and be like, what did actually come out? Yeah, I have. I, I only have a handful of things that I can actually say left, and so I'm just going to talk about them all and talk about why two of them are not my pick and one of them is. Okay. And okay. It's, it's kind of funny, because um, the, 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 one of them is Necromunda Hired Gun that I'm going to talk about. I haven't played a ton of games that came out this year, but Necromunda Hired Gun was one. Um, it's fun in terms of like a Doom-style shooter. It's cool. In terms of a Warhammer 40K game, it's okay. In terms of like a good video game, hey, it's all right. It's it's not great. I, I like it's like a seven out of ten. It, it's it's fun. It's a good, enjoyable game. I didn't beat it. I, I like put a couple hours into it and went, all right, I'm going to play something else. And I've been playing Doom more like I've been playing Doom Eternal and Doom old like 2016 more than than Hired Gun because if I wanted to play Doom, I'll just play Doom. And if I wanted to play a 40K game, I'll probably play Space Marine because the, the remastered version just came out. Um, which, by the way, I'm also not counting. It's a remastered <laughs> version. So that's not... I'm not copping out by going mm-hmm, with that. Mm-hmm. Um, the next one, I was actually surprised that Cody didn't go with this. For me, was Pokemon. Uh, Brilliant Diamond. And not because I'm a huge... Po- I've been playing it. It got me back into Pokemon, which was fun. I haven't played a Pokemon game that was actually new. Well, not that this is new, but you know what I mean? I haven't played anything newer than, like, Crystal? Whoa. In a yeah. very Which long time. Which was my time. first Pokemon game that I played ever. Oh, right. Jesus. So, like, it's been a minute since I got into Pokemon, so it was kind of cool to learn about some of the ones I didn't know about. And I was playing it with Logan, and that was super enjoyable. Um, but on that note, that leads me to the one that I'm actually going with, because I've been playing it with Logan, but I'm actually probably going to play it myself quite a bit here in Jurassic World Evolution 2. Okay. It's not... It's not my game of the year. It's not, like, of the games I talked about today, it's not the one that, like, I'd go back to Splitgate and play (laughs) it if I was going to play a game right now. Well, like, Jurassic World Evolution 2 is, like... It's it's a fun uh, sim game. It really is. Like, it's pretty well done. It's better than the first one. Um, It feels more... It simultaneously feels more in-depth, but also more streamlined. Like, there's more that you can do, but you can do it faster. Okay. So, um, Logan loves it, especially because there's an actual sandbox mode that you don't have to unlock by playing all these different campaigns. Nice. And um, so he's been going nuts with that. And, like, he loves to actually, like, intentionally let the T-Rex loose. Because he's a uh-huh. jerk. 
So like it's been a lot of fun playing that with him and like learning how it works with him. So the reason that I, I, I even mentioned Pokemon and that that this one is my actual pick for my other top three game that came out this year that I, I played isn't so much because it's a great game. There weren't a lot of those this year that we're allowed to talk about anyway. Valheim and Halo are like yeah. my top two. Um, but it's probably the one that I've had the most fun with this year because me and my son are playing video games together. We're playing, we're, we were playing Battlefront 2, like old Battlefront 2. It's funny, we were talking about Star Wars. We were playing that earlier. And then we played Jurassic World Evolution today. And he actually wanted to try Halo. Oh, so that <laughs> was interesting. But like, that's the one we've played the most. Like, he has a ton of achievements between both Jurassic World Evolution games. I think there was a month where I was like top in achievements and it's just because he was playing that and Minecraft. <laughs> <laughs> so that's been a lot of fun for me. That's awesome. Yeah, that is awesome. All right. Uh, I've got one more game here. Can you guess what it is? I'm hoping it's not know. the one I want to say next because <laughs> we played a lot of it together. So I'm curious oh. if it's uh, the same. Ben, Inscription, great guess, great game. Not what I'm picking, though, because everyone's talking Whoa, about Inscription. Okay. Pokemon Unite. Oh! Pokemon actually, Unite I, came out at like the beginning of this year. What, is that not what you were going to go with, Cody? No, I actually, that was going to be I first, thought for first sure game. you were going to go with Pokemon. <laughs> so, we I will talked say, about it. Before you <laughs> so, got in here, I talked I to Justin. I was like, he's going to pick a Pokemon game. And Justin was like, nah, I don't think so. Pokemon, you know, I did think about that. That wasn't going to be my first one. And then I was like, you know what? I like Dreamscaper overall mm. more. So then I was going to go with Pokemon. And then I was looking at my Steam library and I was like, fuck, what was that other game I was going to talk about? <laughs> but this works. You know what? This is going to work yeah. out perfect. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. So yeah, Pokemon Unite, man. It's League of Legends, but Pokemon. Uh, it came out on the Nintendo Switch. Um, it's come out on mobile now as well. Um, free to play game. And uh, I was like, I'm curious. I've played some MOBAs, and I kind of like the format. Haven't really gotten into them too much. Um, and it's because they're overwhelming, and the matches take too damn long. Pokemon Unite fixes both of those problems. Instead of having, like, a tech tree of a million different weapons and armor to buy, you literally you have three held items. That's it. How long are the matches? Ten minutes are the longest matches that you can play. Or you can play Quick Match, which five minute matches so it's yep. so easy for me to just be like oh I've, I've got a little bit of time to kill i don't really feel like booting up the computer or whatever oh i'll just play pokemon unite i'll get like my three dailies in i'll level up a bunch of shit get a bunch of currency um and just have a good time and like the matches are short enough that i can play three matches and if i have three shitty matches i'm like well half an hour i'm gonna do something else now or if i have a great time i'll keep playing and it'll be sweet um, and they're constantly adding stuff, they're balancing the game, um, it's just, uh, it's mostly fun. The one thing that I do not like about it is bot matches. It will randomly oh, yeah. feed you bot matches, and I'm not here to play against bots. I'm playing ranked, I've, all I play is ranked, I'm playing against players because I want to compete with other players, and the fact that there are bot matches in there really just boggles my mind. That's like the only negative thing I'd really say about the game at this point. The fact, the fact, just hearing you say the fact that it just randomly throws you into a bot match and you're not opting into a bot match, it's like, 
what the hell? Like when I first started playing League of Legends, like Cody got me into League forever ago because it was the only at the time it was the only goddamn game I, that I could play on the laptop I owned. Oh. Um, so it was before I bought my gaming laptop, and like I I would do that when I wasn't playing with Cody. I was like, okay, I'm just gonna like play a bot match because I don't know what I'm doing and I need to learn. <laughs> so like the fact that Pokemon just goes, yeah, you're gonna play a bot. It's kind of fucked up. It's yeah. so fucked up. It's it's one of the negatives, but overall, the thing the fun thing about Pokemon is it, one, it runs great for a Switch game. Yes. It runs phenomenal. Yes, the Switch menus game. are a little hinky, but the game right. itself smooth as butter. Yes, um, and the other thing is is that the ba- the barrier to entry is very low. You don't have to know a whole lot about any kind of any of those kind of games, right? You just have to jump in. You have three attacks. And they just, well, I mean, they, they, your attacks get better as you evolve and stuff like that. But, like, it's not complicated to, like, figure out. And that was honestly my biggest thing about it was outside of it being Pokemon, and I know I like to do my Pokemon thing and stuff like that. I, I, I liked League of Legends back in the day uh, when I thought it was going to be the same thing as the mod was when I played it on Warcraft 3. Mm-hmm. League of Legends itself is just a toxic, toxic mess, right? Pokemon Unite, while it has some minor issues like pay to win and stuff like that or whatever, jump again, like you said, a half hour of your life to knock out three to five, three matches, maybe an hour for five matches or whatever. It's still a lot of fun. It's also the best part. There is no comms. Yeah, that's not true. There is voice chat that you can opt into. Oh, Oh, I have not tried it. I'm fine not hearing I, some 12-year-old. I wouldn't. It's going to be like some 12-year-old who's just like has no idea about anything or it's going to be someone yeah. our age who's really upset that I'm not playing my lane right and I don't want to hear it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, Pokemon. It's good. Yeah. Speaking of Pokemon, I was talking to Tim about this yesterday. I, uh, <laughs> I'm regressing as a person, I feel like, a little bit sometimes. <laughs> Because I definitely went out and uh, bought my first... Here, I'm going to grab it. Here, hold on. <laughs> this guy's showing off. My first set of Pokemon cards I have bought in probably 18 years. Oh my gosh. So my little sister's in town for the holiday, and uh, I was helping her organize her cards. And I was like, I'm just sitting there, and we're just organizing them. I was like, you know what? I miss this. So I jumped on Slick Deals, right? And I was like, I wonder if there's this like a trainer box or something I can buy nearby. Mm-hmm. And uh, Best Buy had two trainer boxes left. My sister's birthday in 10 days. So I was like, you know what? I, I reserved them, went down, got her one, got me one. They had a couple like of those uh, packs that came with like three, car- three uh, packs and a oh, coin sure. or whatever. I got one for her, one for me. We sat down here the other night and we just opened up Pokemon cards. That sounds and so I had, fun. I had a fucking blast, dude. Yeah. I was like, it's so cool. It's the original, it is the original gotcha, right? But, mm-hmm. like, just seeing what hollows and stuff I got, I was, like, super excited. And, yeah, so, and then this brings me to something else I wanted to talk about earlier. There was a fucking, a tin on sale that comes with, like, six packs on sale for 17 bucks. Packs are normally about $4 a pack, so it's, like, oh, getting yeah. a free pack with the math or whatever, right? Um, yeah, good luck. It's like trying to get a fucking PlayStation or an Xbox. I mean, I'm over here on the Walmart website trying to add it to my cart. It's like, 
this this thing is in high demand. We can't add oh. this to your cart right now. And just repeatedly, I tried I tried off and on for like five hours. Great. Just like I jump into the app and just try to add add one. I'm just looking for one. Like it's whatever. Seventeen because yeah. it's like There's eighteen a bucks. Big deal about that. Like people were getting crazy about Pokemon cards mm-hmm. because of like yeah, YouTubers doing opening packs and stuff. Yeah. To the point where uh, stores were keeping them locked like behind uh glass yep. because people yep. were just being so insane about it yeah because well i looked it up the so the evolving skies which is that box set that i have the uh requesa card that's the most valuable card that comes out of that box set is o- over four hundred dollars oh that's wow. its worth and how much the is the Mew, box the box the, that box was 40 bucks okay yeah it's literally the same time look reasonable <laughs> yeah well the Mew card so my sister wanted to trade with me Mm-hmm. Um, I got the a basic Mew V Max out of one of my packs the other day, right? And then she got the the uh, evolution V Max of that Mew, and then I got an evolution V Max of her Glaceon, right? That she already had, so she wanted to trade. It makes sense if you have a play that is like if I was actually using play, then I'd be able to do that kind of mm-hmm. thing, right? So I was like, all right, cool. So we did it, and then I was looking up the value of like my holographics because the only thing that's going to have value, and that Glaceon I gave her was like worth six dollars. Oh, and the Mew is worth like 50. Wow. That she gave Damn. me. So I was just like, okay, like that worked out in my favor or whatever. You know <laughs> you what I mean? She doesn't her. worry. Yep. I didn't mean to. <laughs> she wanted to trade. And I was just like, all right, you know, like I'll give you the card you want kind of thing. Yeah. You know? But yeah, like I was like, that's $50. Like that's, that's worth more than the whole box. Right. Like, yeah, dude. You know what I mean? Trading like, cards are wild. Like I, I yeah. play magic pretty consistently. Like I go to the, like the pre-releases and stuff. And, uh, it's really weird because with my friends, when I used to play a lot, you know, we would just trade rarity for rarity. Like, oh, I have a rare, right. I'll trade you for your rare. But now right. the way people trade is they'll have like an app on their phone where they check yep. like the current price of things and they'll trade based yep. on price. And the first time that someone approached me like that, I felt super uncomfortable. I was like, I don't want to seem like I'm tr- like, I don't know. It just felt weird to me. Right. But now I, I agree. now I expect that if I go to my local game store or whatever, that's right. just like the norm. Well, excuse me. Um, yeah. Well, the, in the app I got to see the value of my stuff is uh, it's called Dragon Shield. Yeah, that's what whatever. I use. Yeah, I love yep. Dragon Shield. Yeah, it's super easy. You can just scan scan them, and it's just, it works. Yeah, so. I scanned in like my whole rare binder yep. for Magic: The Gathering, and it'll send yeah. me email updates like, "Oh, these cards are up this much, and these ones are down this much." It's like yeah. a portfolio. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it really is. And that's, I think, kind yeah. of what they've turned into. But yeah, I like I just had a really good time just opening up the pack and seeing what I'd get. And so that's just, so I was I was super happy to do that. I almost went and bought some more Pokemon card packs the other day. Dude, um, that sounds after we, super after fun. We, yeah, it was just cool. It was a cool thing to connect with my sister about is really what it kind of boiled down to because it's like, yeah, oh, what did you get? Oh, what I get? Uh, yeah. She's like, look at all the good cards you get. But it was, I don't know, it was a good time. Yeah. But anyways. I haven't said my last game yet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not Pokemon trading card game. It is not Pokemon. I do want to mention this isn't a game that I would pick, but this is a game that I think uh, some people would pick. This is very good, and that is Scarlet Nexus. It's Ooh. on Game Pass. It is yeah. on sale. It's 35% off right now. It's a very good game, very good anime game, uh, or JRPG, I should probably say, along with, like, Tales. I haven't played Tales of Arise, but I've heard a lot of really good things about it, mm-hmm. kind of in that vein. Do you like that kind of stuff? Give Scarlet Nexus a shot. But my third game I'm actually going to pick, and I'm actually surprised you guys didn't think this, is motherfucking New World. I love New World. I love New World. That is a super good game. Um, 
yes, it has its issues as all MMOs, young MMOs specifically do. Um, but New World is a lot of fun. It's fun to explore. Um, the lore behind it is it's it's different, right? It's not your traditional like your WoW or even like your Final Fantasy. You know what I mean? Like it's new. It's a whole new IP. Oh, excuse me. And being able to kind of like explore that was a lot of fun. Um, it is neat how it's like it's kind of like a real world fantasy world where we're coming from right. the real world, going to a turnum because you'll see characters yeah. with dialogue and they're like referencing actual like philosophers and stuff. Right. Kind of a neat take. Yeah, that and then it, it's steampunky, you know what I mean? But it was it was just kind of like for me, it was just cool running around, enjoying an MMO because the combat, the basic combat that you do is very well put together for the most part. Obviously you have your balancing issues like you have in any MMO, but you know, it is what it is, you know. Um that's just kinda how things work. And I don't know. It was just I had a lot of fun. I mean, I went all the way to 40 before I kind of dropped off, right? Because some other games and stuff came out. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's still there. Like, I can always go back to it. It's never going away. Uh, and I'm just excited, like, as they balance it more, they've added that void gauntlet since I last played kind of thing. Yeah, a whole and, new weapon. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and they're going to just con continue to add more, and it, they'll polish the game as they go along more and just kind of... Yeah, so I, it's, a really, it's really fun. It's just a good time. Yeah, you know, I mean, as far as new games go, like New World came out and they really did try to do some different things. And it was really cool to see that in the MMO space. And, uh, you know, like you said, you buy the game once, there's no subscription fee. So you can just sit and wait for it to improve yeah. and come back and check it out whenever you want. And yeah, man, I mean, we, we geeked out about like how pleasant it is to just like, go harvesting resources go logging and yeah. just like hearing that beautiful ambient audio there's a yes. lot of things that new world did very well mm -hmm. but there are also a lot of problems that it's had there, so there are. i think that we'll see it come back it'll it'll make some moves and i think it'll build some steam throughout the year here we'll see where it ends up yeah uh i, I would like to just throw this out there by the way for people who might like listen to this later and be like what the fuck they left off this game this game this game. we're keeping this to games we've played yeah that's true that is <laughs> so true. like yes. we're not talking about it takes two and like death loop and all <laughs> these big like really massive forza these massive really popular titles that are I out there i played a i played a little bit of forza but like and it was great but it doesn't make my list because like it wasn't my yeah. favorite i'm not a racing game guy either, like either this is I. just like our personal games for us that were the games that were probably going to stick with us that like we played this year yeah. there's a lot of games i didn't play so they're not going to be on my list even though i think they're probably great yeah that is a good so. uh disclaimer that i probably should have used at the beginning but <laughs> yeah, um yeah. yeah i mean yeah i don't want to give out award or not awards or personal favorites or recommendations to things i haven't actually played yeah uh yeah. because that's other people well most likely not, but it could be sometime in the future. Somebody decides to spend some money due to our recommendation, and then I feel bad if they didn't like it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't want to do yeah, that. Yeah, if you uh, want to hear our thoughts on games that we didn't play, well, give us the games and we'll play them. <laughs> Very true. We will play them. <laughs> we, will, we will all try and find time to play those games, oh, especially man. if people are buying them for us. Um. Uh, Real quick from chat, shout out to Inscriptions OST from Ben. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Also banger tracks in there. Yeah, dude. Especially yeah. I think this the second world where it's like robotic shit going on. A lot of good tracks in there. Um 
and fear the second Thane, world i heard you talking about magic it's addictive uh yeah <laughs> uh she's probably my friend who spends the most money on magic out of everyone i know um if you need help you can just shout it out in chat <laughs> listen we're here for you i understand uh, addiction's tough oh my god excuse me these beers are c- catching up to me i need a button a silence button silence button for the beers for yeah <laughs> Um, um were there any games that you guys have seen people talk about in reference to game of the year that you've seen and you're like mm, i don't think so um for me i've watched my wife play plenty of this but hitman 3 i've seen people talk about it as, that is a game of the year game i don't get it to be fair i don't really understand the whole appeal to hitman in general oh come on. i'm not I'm okay. I get it when it comes to like playing through it once, but playing through the same exact level, like repeatedly, sounds like banging my head against the wall. So I'm ha- really happy that my wife really enjoys it uh, because she doesn't, you know, she doesn't play games as much as I do. She's uh, amazing and she lets me sit down and play games more often than she does, kind of thing. Uh, but like, I just watch her and it's funny to watch her play. Like, I. Like I was talking about the other day, she's running through the hall with a fucking sniper rifle. And I'm like, you've, oh, yeah. played, this, you've played this level a hundred times. How the fuck don't you know where he's going to be? Like, I don't understand. Uh, but like, it looks like it's cool and there's funny moments and stuff like that. But for me, replaying the same level like that by myself, like it's not a multiplayer map or something like that. Just It does not appeal to me in any way, shape or form kind Man. of thing depends on the game like i can understand it from hitman because like you can take different approaches like let's say this time you're using a sniper but maybe next time you want to sneak around and try and strangle the guy or something like there there are different ways to approach things so i guess i can kind of get it but i also am the guy who like will play an rpg multiple times with a different build just to like go through it differently or if Thank God if they let me respec like in Kingdoms of Admiral or like when I can respec into a different build and like right. fuck around and find out. Like I, I do that kind of shit. <laughs> fuck around and find out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's kind of that's for me. I don't know. I just uh, yeah. I don't know. It, I don't see the appeal. I'm glad people love it, though. Like, I'm glad that Hitman is still because that's an old series. Right. Yeah. And yeah. it's still yeah. beloved. Way back. Uh, that's more that's more my take on like hitman in general is like i'm just glad that like an old head game has been able to have that kind of staying power yeah um, even if it's not my cup of tea it's really impressive when they came out with like hitman and that was kind of like them kind of getting back into the game yeah. with the, that ip um and it did well and yeah. it's really the gameplay you know like there's a plot there's a story that's cool but the way they design these levels and they have so many different ways to tackle all of these objectives and like mm-hmm. the weird goofy shit that you can do in some of them is really mm-hmm. a joy and adds just like so much replayability to replayability to them. Love it. it. I will I will say something that's underrated about Hitman 3 is that on the PlayStation there is a VR mode. Oh, I heard that. Yeah. Yeah. And so that isn't something I've been able to personally experience or see anybody else experience. But if you want to put me in a Hitman VR, look, the only reason I didn't put Blade and Sorcery in my top three for this year is because most people don't have a VR head. Well, 
They do now you, because of this you still could have put it in your top three. If it's a game that you are all also, about, yeah. and you played this year. I mean, I, I don't know. I was. I'm not. I'm not trying to like alienate anybody. You know, because it's you know VR. Uh, I will yeah. say this. This is another random fact that I found out the other day. Uh, <laughs> fucking uh, Oculus Two, Oculus Quest Two outsold the Xbox Series S and X this year by like four million units. Just oh, throwing dude, that it, out there. I think the Oculus, it's, like uh, the last time I saw the numbers, yeah, they were, it was ridiculous. Like other than the Switch, and uh, yeah, that's promising, dude. I, yeah, honestly, if you don't have a Quest Two, just just get one. Like, I'm thinking just, about it's, it. It's it's really like outside of the Facebook nonsense, that sucks. That's like, like not even a thing anymore, is it? You can no, you gotta you email the support. Now. Honestly, you, you I I haven't do it. done it yet. Yeah, because there's like an 18 step process. That's the only reason why I haven't done it yet. Because you got to like email support and all that other nonsense. But a Quest 2 is a ton of fun. I I just, my only problem with the Quest in general is, and this is just a VR game problem, is that it's in its infancy in a lot of ways. So, like, what I want, which is like single, really, really cool single player experiences in like a fantasy world or something like that, isn't really there yet like it's just not a thing like it's not that it won't eventually be a thing but there's only so many things you can choose from yeah there are only two games i can think of that would fit that bill and they're both on playstation specifically stuck in that Uh, playstation vr space right so honestly blade and sorcery when that gets its single player adventure mode because that's like its next thing is is this adventure mode i'm going to shit myself out of excitement because Blade of Sorcery is the best combat I've ever played in my life outside of Ghost of Tsushima. But, like, it's so much fun. It's, oh, my God. Uh, dude, you can bitch slap people and they will fly, like, 30 feet in the fucking air. It's so, you can do it with a bowl. Like, the oh, yeah, physics the are crazy. Yeah, it's so, it's, so, it's so much fun. Chopping people, look, I'm not a serial killer or anything, but, like, like you dodging and then you, like, swiping and then you chop some dude's head off. Like, yeah, bitch. Fuck you! Like it's it's just too much fun. It's so much fun. Um, yeah, man. we see we do see advancements like uh, Half Life Alex. That's a really good example of like a strong yep. single player entry. Um, right. But even that, a lot of it is just like the fun of manipulating the physics around. Um, right. I I'm really excited to see w- where we're at for VR come this time next year. Um, yeah, I think I hope we gonna... see some cool shit come out. They did. There are rumors that there's going to be an enthusiast level headset that's going to come out from Meta, hmm. and I'm kind of having a Quest Two, and having experienced that, I'm actually not really, really interested in what that's going to look like, because the Quest Two is a very, very good headset, uh, especially being wireless. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when you're swinging around and stuff, you can uh, not actually, you know, be tied to a computer kind of thing. Yeah, that's so. Fair. Yeah, it's like it makes everything a lot of fun. So I don't know. Anyways, I went on on tangent. Uh, what about you guys? You guys got any games that kind of game of the year material that underwhelmed for you personally? I don't. Well, I wouldn't say that, but what I would say is there's there, I have seen a game that I don't understand from a handful of not necessarily publications, but like just people that I follow on Twitter that are like. Farming Sim 22 is my game of the year. And I, I'm not trying to shit on Farming Sim because, like, maybe it's super cool. I don't know. I've never played Farming Sim. Never played Euro Trucker Sim. Never played Truck Sim. 
Never played any of those because I don't really understand the appeal of doing like real life shit in a simulator. Like if it's in a fantasy game, maybe, but like if it's for a reason, I don't know. Other than that, I don't get it. Like I think I have House Flipper because of Humble Bundle. That's not a game I will ever. Although there is one. There's a DLC coming right. for House Flipper where you build a farm. What about so, Power Power Wash Simulator? Because I'll tell you what, watching watching Markiplier play through that was like one of my highlights of 2021. I loved I, those I videos. Don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. It's soothing. I, I don't know. If people find that people find what they find relaxing, that's that's cool. Like I've been playing. I was telling Justin earlier. There's this game. It's like a dollar fifty that I originally bought it on the Switch. It's called uh, Akane, I think. Kane, Akane, I don't know. Where, mm. like, you, it's, it's a top-down arcade game. That's what I played to relax. Like, it, it's Where replaced you murder people Kung Fury. as quick as you can. I murder people with a katana as fast as I can. Call I me. try and go for as long as I can, and I get hit once and I die. That's what I find relaxing, because reasons. You should play um, Stardew. It's on Game Pass now. He can't murder I, people in Stardew. You murder things in Stardew. Not people, but things. I think I own Stardew. I just have never played it. Stardew, look, that's one of those, that's another one of those games that you want to turn your brain off and do some really relaxing things. Or, or I mean, maybe you want to go fishing. Moon, Moon Glow Bay. Also very fun. Yeah, if, I'm not. It is just like a relaxing thing. Like I, I play like, I, I used to play Terraria quite a bit if I wanted to just chill. I don't know. I think there, I definitely have games that I play to just relax. But like, right. Akane's been games. that for me lately. Yeah, no. it's not sim games. If I'm playing a sim game, it's usually like a, a management game, like a Jurassic World Evolution or like Sim, yeah. sim City back in the so day. There has like to be option of, of murder somewhere. I didn't <laughs> say there has I, to be, but I mean, like, you, yeah, there's you, probably. Every once in a while, you just got to release the T-Rex and listen to the screams. Is that what I'm hearing? Like, is, <laughs> is listen, that... that's what that's what Logan does. Some I try and keep the T-Rex in the damn pen. Some people find screams to be soothing. Uh, ben just now says, you know, he plays Phasmo to relax. Pretty fucked up. <laughs> Pretty fucked up. Gotta say. He likes the fingers. Uh. He just says Halo Infinite sucks, and I, I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, I'll champion that. Uh, I didn't like the campaign of Halo Infinite. The multiplayer like is it? good, but I, 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 I could have dropped the campaign after the third mission. I like... I was not interested in like doing any of the open world stuff. I hated having to traverse so much distance to get to the next mission. See, I enjoyed I the I, open world. I had fun yeah. with it, but I also just like those kinds of games. I, I felt I did feel like the open world didn't it. It wasn't like an Ubisoft game and overly bloated, right? There's things to do, but you don't have to. You know what I mean? Like, is it repetitive? A hundred percent. Like, don't get me wrong, right? But I don't know. Like, being able to step into like an open world Halo after all the time I spent in Halo over the over the years in a game that I like just thinking of the evolution from when I was 10 to now I'm sorry to now I'm 30 right and just being able to like there's no restriction like other than walking off the fucking map right like I can I can just go anywhere I can explore anything I do so I don't know um that that was the overall appeal to me the, the missions and everything, yeah, they're obviously repetitive, right? You know what I mean? Uh, but I did like the way... Actually, I don't think we've talked about this since I beat it. Um, 
I did like the way they tied the story, right? Like they tied up the story in a way where like Cortana is is a bad guy, but try to kind of redeem herself type deal, you know? Because I don't mm-hmm. really know the events from Halo Five type deal, so it's just no kind of like, huh? Well, Tim does because he he went he he was a, a brave man and he went I through and played. Still it. don't. It's <laughs> it not, doesn't really. It didn't make, make any sense. goddamn sense. Yeah, yeah. I so, I really like. I agree with you, Cody. That I really like the way that they wrap things up because it was kind of like I said a few weeks ago. The way that they set it up, they they didn't undo what Halo 4 and Halo 5 did with the story. They didn't, right. like, disregard it. They didn't chuck it out the window. It still happened. Right. But now they can totally ignore it moving forward Correct. with new stories, so it doesn't fucking matter, and I love it. The Halo campaign for Infinite kind of reminded okay. me of the Book of Boba Fett. Like, there's not much there, and you're not really being much of a badass. <laughs> like, yeah, I felt like the wimpiest Master Chief playing this game. Um, even playing on normal, I got my ass kicked all the time. I'm curious how you would feel about playing on legendary. Then, honestly, I think I'd uh, hate it. I, yeah, I think you would, because uh, I died a lot, but I never was really. There was only a couple times I got frustrated, and that was fighting things like hunters, right, or like a brute with a gravity hammer type thing, and just sure. being able to trying to figure out really how to navigate that person that like that singular issue honestly the brute with the gravity hammer for the last wave um and the and like the final boss the fight one that chases you and instantly yes. kills you yes fucker yes so that was the hardest part of the game for me was that particular portion other than that like everything else was more about like just really attacking a situation a certain way. But the thing about that, that brute gravity hammer guy, he will spawn in different spots on the map, depending on where you're at. So you can't like really plan it out kind of. Yeah. Thing. It's so not like there's, there's scripted a little bit a of specific set of things. Right. So there's a little bit of luck involved with all that, which I didn't really enjoy, but overall I don't disagree with you, but the thing that I think is going to be different about this, people may not like it now, not like me anyways, right? Like I enjoyed it. But like they said, they, cl- they cut out two-thirds of the content. And the way it ends definitely leaves it open-ending for more content, like I've been kind of speculating a little bit, because you can see the other areas mm-hmm. while you're running around the map. And then um, the legendary ending post-credits, they show another brute uh, kind of thing. Yeah, like there's a there's a there's a... Because, you know, for legendary engines, so it's some different kind of thing. So um, they show another brute of, like, who your next opponent is basically going to be uh, going forward. Because at the end of the day, the Banish overall still control the ring, mm-hmm. right? So they're like, there's going to be more content. I think you're going to... All the things that, you, that people have a problem with right now, like the lack of biomes and stuff like that or whatever, I think you're just going to see it added on. And it's going to be polished. And so when... It might take three or four years, but I think at the end of the day, when the whole thing comes out, I think it's going to be a very well-made, structured campaign based off what we got for this first chunk kind of thing. And if you have Game Pass, you're probably going to get it all for free. I hope so. You know so. what I mean? So, so there's I no mean, real, will, like, right? real... I mean, you would think... I first mean, party, with, uh, everything first party is free on Game right. Pass now. Right. Not everything. So, so well, like, say... For example, Wasteland 3. DLC is not free. You have to buy it. Mm, okay. So, yeah, that's a big Outer question Worlds. for Halo. Is but it going to release as a DLC or are they going to package it? I don't, 
Yeah, I think it's a little bit different because Wasteland 3, like what it released with, was its whole thing. It didn't chop, well, as far as we know, it didn't chop two-thirds of the vision out for the campaign. You know what I mean? Right, oh. but so, I, I still think that it's a common... I'm not saying that 343 chopped it out to sell it back to you, but it right. is a co- very common thing for AAA games to do exactly that. No, it is. I don't disagree. And honestly, on if but if I have to pay for that, I'm not probably going to complain. What is it? 15? 15 bucks, probably. You know what I mean? Yeah, Unless we'll they go the Destiny 2 route where every expansion is $40. If, if they may ask me to pay $40 for a campaign expansion, I will be pissed. They I have definitely been running. mirroring Destiny in a lot of ways, looking at the monetization for multiplayer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, it does concern me. And we, we, I love the bones of Halo Infinite. Yeah. I strongly disagree with the statement that it sucks. Not because, not because I, there are issues with the campaign, and I completely agree with you, Justin. The pacing's weird. The open world does feel pacing a little weird, weird. But like, I enjoyed the open world for what it was, and I just like running around shooting grunts and everything like yeah. willy nilly. Like the that dialogue was cool. of the enemies. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh my god! The propaganda towers. Mm-hmm. So good. I, I got the the skull that. Um, the rear dialogue. rear dialogue happens more often. And I would have been so your good. daddy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's so funny. Uh, and then the other thing that I think makes me say that I disagree is the multiplayer is just so good. It, it is yeah. so good. Yeah, I, I don't like the, the monetization. Yeah. The season pass is dumb. I literally like played for I think three hours today and I advanced like a, what like one and a half levels <laughs> in the season pass. Like that's kind of an issue. But I still had fun. So I don't I, know. So so Ben's over here saying that the, the core gameplay is the same as it was twenty years ago, but I think that's kind of Disagree. Well, I don't necessarily disagree with that, right? Because I mean the core gameplay it's a shooter. That's just what it is. His, him comparing it to, to Madden and FIFA, well, yeah, at the end of the day, it's a football game or it's a soccer game. Like, that's, that's just what it is. Like, I don't know. Uh, I can't really think of a game that, like, deviates from the genre like that. You know what I mean? Like, there's Halo Wars, if that's, like, the main issue. is If the issue is that it's still a shooter, they have deviated from it being a shooter. There's two whole games, you know what I mean, where it's an RTS instead. So I don't, I don't really, I guess I don't really understand that argument. Um, because it, yeah, it's the same, but it's also the same game that revolutionized the FPS genre. So people are going to love it. Like, yeah, I, I think there's nothing wrong with people not like if you're not into Halo, you're not into yeah. Halo. That's fine. That's fine. I'm yeah. not into uh, you know, Madden or whatever. Yeah, and I just don't play Madden games. And yeah, each Halo is not like revolutionarily different. Mm-hmm. Well. Two two felt like it when they added dual wielding. That's but, uh, true. Dual wielding was a good time. Each one kind of has its it own back. changes. I don't want yeah. to ever see that come back. Um, I love du- dual wielding SMGs. Actually, you know what? If they what if you only have favor, one though? Then you just huh? well then the yeah, balancing was all crazy. Yeah, if they could just bring back the silence SMG from ODST, I think I'd be extremely That'd happy. Be great. As someone, saying. I will say, as someone who recently played ODST's campaign a bit. I didn't play all the way through it. Same with Reach. And then I played Infinite. It feels drastically different. 
it, it, it's it's small steps over time. Yeah, mm -hmm. if you look at five to infinite, no, it's not a ginormous leap. If you look at four to five, it's not a ginormous leap. Reach to four, all the way back. Yeah, it's small steps. But if you go from ODST or reach to infinite, yeah. you feel those steps being gone. Like right. it, it is, it plays closer to Destiny than it does Halo 3 at this stage. And that's, yeah. I mean, the, the genre has evolved. I, I completely agree with that. But like Madden has been the same game every year since 2013. Like literally, and you go back, Madden's always been kind of the same game, but it's literally been the same game, copy pasted. So like I don't know, it's a different. Right. Problem. You don't have new vehicles. You don't have new physics engines doing cool stuff. I hear that. Yeah, I hear that. That's that's definitely true. But like the gameplay mechanics have been tweaked enough that it doesn't play the same anymore. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. So I'm just reading what Ben's saying in the chat. So he's he's saying how many halos do we need? If they stop making Halo right now, people would still play it for years and years. They could do a remake like every five years. But man, I'd love to see what these guys could come up with if they pointed their creative creativity to something totally new. It might be even better than Halo. Okay, well, the original <laughs> team did that. point their yeah, their original team That's did Destiny. point their create creativity somewhere new, and it was Destiny and Destiny Two, which I'm gonna be honest, are the most monetized games I've ever played. And the first, and they're not good until they've had two expansions come out. So I don't know. Like, that's not always great. Three four three though, was built or was made. That whole company was made to just push out Halo. Yeah, and, they would not exist without Halo. Like literally, this studio, Microsoft made three four three because Bungie left, and they're like, okay, we still want to have a a a franchise that is kind of our right. flagship. Correct. So. Yeah. And the other thing about this is you mentioned five, they could remake one every five years. Well, it has been five years since Halo five, Halo five released. It came out in 2016. So, I mean, like your point is They're still there. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's just, I, I don't know. I just, I, people, the problem is, is that Halo and any other game, any other franchise like it, it's going to continue to be made as long as people want to see this more stories about that character. Right. Same thing with God of War. Right. God of War has been around almost as long as Halo, you know, but people clamor. They're like, they're clamoring for more God of War. Same thing with The Last of Us. People want more Last of Us. I'd love to see another Ghost of Tsushima game, right? Just kind of see where that goes type deal. Like, they kind of end it like, there's a lot of finality to Ghost of Tsushima type deal, but I mean, there's still like, if they could make another game that's like, it's just in that world, I'd be super excited. Um, so I, it just, I know, I know it can seem kind of like money grabbing and stuff to continue to make in the same like realm. You know what I mean? Uh, but people want to see more Master Chief. People want to see more, I don't know, fucking, well, a lot of people want to see Destiny, more Destiny for a long time because Nathan Fillion was the one character until, <laughs> you know, spoiler alert, alert uh, this is kind of old though, but until he dies in Destiny 2 kind of thing. So it's just like. How dare you, sir? I, that happened like four years ago. What the. Yeah. So, but yeah. I, I mean. That's the kind of the overall thing about it. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like Halo Infinite, it really does lay out good groundwork to do something cool right. moving forward. There was nothing terribly iconic about Infinite's campaign. The multiplayer has a solid start, but there's a lot right. that they have to add. Right now, if I were to choose between MCC and Infinite, 
I would absolutely choose MCC. Like it is in such a pristine state. They've got right. so much more to the multiplayer. Uh, they've got all the campaigns in there. Amazing product. Number hopefully five. infinite. <laughs> hopefully infinite can get up to that level. But uh, Ben does mention um, talking about uh, he's kind of waiting for the next great game to come out. Do you think there will be another like big game that captures the attention of the world the way Halo did back in the day? Or is that kind of a bygone era? 100%. No, I think there, I think there will be, right? I mean, I, honestly, you can make the argument it was New World. It has, it has the highest concurrent player count. No, it has the highest concurrent player count in Steam history. And almost a million concurrent players, which is... And then... That's, <laughs> Well, it did, like any like any player base. But I'm just saying, like, you're you're looking for the next great IP. I mean, I could you could make an argument. There's been plenty of great IPs. What about what about uh fucking Dark Souls? Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? Like, I, there's I, it depends on what you mean. So it it did not have the highest concurrent player count of all time on Steam. I just heard that the other day. Hmm. It you heard I, incorrectly. It, it so made it to the top of the charts. It's it's top five, so it, the the list in order goes: PUBG, CS:GO, Dota 2, Cyberpunk, New World, Valheim. Then, wouldn't have guessed this. Glad to see CSGO? it on there. Uh, no, CS:GO is number two. Oh, okay. Mountain Blade. It's Terraria. Oh. Is number oh, seven. I didn't, I didn't Terraria. I mean, I I don't know. I guess there's I don't I I don't understand. There's been a lot of great IPs that have came out since Halo. You know what I mean? Like original IPs too. Valheim, totally original. You know, I don't know. Okay, Ben. I mean, so, Ghost it sounds of, like Ghost Ben's looking for something new. And I mean, well, Elden Ring. But does Elden Ring not count just because it's technically going to be basically Dark Souls? Dark Souls. 4? I think he means like, like new mechanics, new ideas, like. That's hard, man, because so much has been done. That I think that's the hardest thing for the games industry is coming I up was, with new ideas. I would say, I would say, if you're looking for that, the only VR. game that I can think of that can that can make that, yeah, well, one, it's going to be VR is probably the next step for real. But the game I keep hearing about, and this is honestly only from Skillop, but it's been his game of the year for three years running, and it's Outer Wilds. And I watched his video on it today, and he said in his video that literally no other game is doing what outer wilds does not a single game out there so if that's what you're looking for you're looking for a game that is entirely new that doesn't have anything that copycats or anything i haven't played it myself but from him he's saying that you he can't even fully tell you anything about like the new dlc or anything that came out or whatever because if he tells you about it the way he said it is if i tell you about this it'll take away that moment and there's no other moment that can replace that in any other game that is on the market today so yeah if that's what you want but i don't think it's going to capture people in the way like halo did you know what i mean yeah it's been out for 3 years i think there will always be new iconic games right that define new genres but they're few and far between and that's for sure um and then you're gonna have games that come along on occasion and do it better than other games like valheim i would say is probably going to be iconic for a long time mm-hmm. especially because um, it's, it's going to close to 1.0 right it's going to stick with people for a long time and there yeah. are there are games like that but like is there going to be a game on the scale of halo no halo wasn't the first fps but it's the one that made multiplayer a thing it's the one that brought right. it brought it to consoles brought, 
brought yeah. it to consoles. So like, a, it, there's always something revolutionary. People, some people would argue that Fortnite is the latest one of those games. I'm not saying that I agree that it's a good game. Like, I don't think it is. But, like, for a lot of people, it is. For a lot of people, it's the best game ever. So, like, that always happens. It's just what's your definition of an iconic game? Well, and also, kind of, what, what's your gaming generation, right? Yeah. Halo came out when we were 10, right? Fortnite came out for some people when they were 10. So when they yeah. get, when they're our age kind of thing, they're going to look back on it fondly and stuff. And we're like... God damn, those fucking ten year olds are annoying as shit. I'm never playing this Fortnite goddamn game Infinite again. Fortnite is is the best Fortnite yet because they yeah. really fucked up Fortnite Five. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's just I don't know. Um, I don't know. It, it will. It, I mean, I do agree, but I I do think that if you want to find that next completely like encompassing, it's going to encompass the world. It's going to have to be in VR, where it's really going to like break boundaries and stuff like that or whatever. Uh, because that's the only, like I was talking about earlier, it's it's obviously in its infancy if you go and look at their at their Play Store and stuff like that. Um, whether it be on the Oculus headset itself, because you can download onto the headset and play games directly through it, or even just just go look through Steam VR, like just the games that are available, right? All of them are honestly basically like tech demos for a lot of them. Um, there's a couple like Lost Echo is like a full-blown game um and then there's like uh heavenly wrath i think is what it is which is the norse game that i'd like to play at some point half-life alex but like it's really like a handful that are like narrative driven like fully fleshed out games kind of thing or you or you'll have like super realistic games like onward kind of thing which is a a big time uh like hyper realistic military shooter in vr kind of thing you know what i mean like there's games like that, but I don't think there isn't a game on the level of like a Halo or anything like that. Like not yet. It's gonna happen. Like there's gonna be a game that comes out that everybody is just gonna absolutely lose their shit. They're gonna go out and buy whatever VR headset they can get their hands on so they can play it kind of thing. And it's it's gonna encompass the world, but it's not it it's I think we're probably about three years away from that, honestly, when we f- get that first like really, really, really big game because it's not just a game i i do because i don't i still think there's a lot of people who don't believe in vr um like it's it it became very popular this christmas right they sold 10 million Mm -hmm. units this year right but that's just the quest like there's obviously other vr headsets out there uh i think like none of these big developers support a vr game ea doesn't have a vr game activision does not have a vr game like some of this comes down to money and being able to push out something like that, you know? Yeah. There hasn't been a VR title yet that everyone knows about. Everyone's talking about people are buying VR to get it. There just hasn't been something that powerful yet. VR. I, I I know you're saying VR is also insanely expensive. Like quest Two, hundred and twenty six 126 gig is like 300 bucks, which isn't like cheap, but it's, it's not no that expensive. Valve index. <laughs> right. It's not a thousand dollars kind of thing. Like there um, are also ways I know because I've done it. It doesn't work super well the way that I have my setup right now, but there are some setups that work way better than mine that you can do with like leftover tech stuff that you have. Like I right. I use you can use a connect camera. You just have to buy like a twenty dollar piece of software to make it work with your with your like a a headset. 
there are cheaper yeah. headsets you can get. Like there, there are ways to make it work. Yeah, it's and just, becoming just, more affordable. Yeah, and just to compare, an original Xbox when it released was three hundred dollars. So it's not like this is like it's the cost. I mean, you might not like a Quest because of the meta inter, like the meta integration and all that oh, kind yeah. of stuff or whatever. But there's there's an avenue to get into VR now because that was one of my big things for a long time. I looked at buying a VR. I looked at buying an Index about a year ago, and I was like, man, I just can't justify a thousand dollars. And then and then on top of that, you gotta like you gotta buy like the pulley system kind right, of right because you've got the up. cords, yeah, right. You know so. Um, that's why the quest two is kind of like my, my go-to or whatever. When I finally decided to jump into that, mm -hmm. I was just like, I, the wireless was the big thing for me kind of thing. Um, and there's still issues with it, right? Like Bluetooth audio works, but it's delayed. Like, so if I'm playing blade and sorcery, I don't really notice that, but it could definitely like be better. That's mm -hmm. for sure. You know? So, um, like I said, I, I think, I, th I still think we're a few years away from like that really big game that's going to come out and everybody's going to be like, you got to play this. Like a sword art online animate, you know, yeah. like in that where they're, everybody's buying that fucking game kind of thing. So, mm -hmm. yeah. But it'll be fun. It'll be robot. Did he die? <laughs> a little, little It'll bit. be fun. It'll be fun when the internet takes over. Uh-oh. Yeah. I hear you. Oh, there he is. Oh, hi. Welcome back. Yeah, I can hear you. I, I saw it. It said, it said I disconnected out of nowhere there for like 10 seconds. So I don't yeah. know. I don't yeah, know. You died. Yeah, that's okay. Rip. It's okay. But yeah, yeah, VR VR is gonna become bigger and better and more accessible. And I think that that is where we're gonna see the next big, like culturally relevant video game pop up. Right. It'll be it'll be fun though when it gets here. I'm curious what kind of game it's gonna be. It's gonna be an MMO, dude. It's definitely it going to be an MMO. Yeah, I think it's going to be 100%. I think it's going to be an MMO. Yeah, something that's going to take people out of the their real um, world and people are going to freak yeah. out about it. And it's um, be a there's, thing. there's a game right now. Um, uh, fuck, I'm trying to remember that. I bought it. A Township Tale. I haven't really gotten into it yet, but it's like a mini MMO or whatever, but basically you drop, you get dropped into a server Right. And it's you play with other people and your whole goal is to build up a town kind of thing. And you can go out and like adventure. Or you can become a blacksmith and you can like do all this little stuff or oh whatever. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. You it's know super what? cool. Brittany and Shane were telling me about this. Yeah. It like if scary. I had people that I could I could play with this, play this like a couple times a week with, I definitely play it more often because it's, it's fucking ten dollars. Oh, like yeah. it's cheap as shit. And so if it, but like it looks like it has a lot of like cool things you can do with it or whatever. And there's combat and like it's got everything you could want really out of like a little mini MMO. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, it's just, yeah, it's a good, it's, it's a good time. But if you just want to kill shit, Blade and Sorcery, you can't beat it. I'm telling you, Blade and Sorcery is some of the most fun I have had in a video game in a long time. It's so, it's, it's a good, it's, it's real good. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyways, boys, uh, we want to continue. We're we gonna go all the way to midnight here. Or we want to play some games, like. Well. Um. Or do you just want? We're done for the night. Like that good? That it? I will. If you guys want to play games, I have to step away for about twenty minutes, but then I'll be back. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Let's shut it down. Everyone, go celebrate your New Year's, and then uh, maybe I'll see you guys afterwards. We'll see what's up. Okay. Sounds good. Absolutely. Any close? 
Any closing thoughts? I hope 2022 is a better year for video games because, like, I really hope that, like, it's not like they, it's not like there were not good games that came out this year. There's just the list is much shorter than it has been in the past. A lot of things got pushed into 2022. Dying Light 2. February is going to be stupid busy with all those games coming out. Um, you know, going all the way to November with Starfield coming out, I'm hoping to have a much lengthier conversation this time next year about games in 2022. So we'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Uh, plan Make your budget games. now, <laughs> plan your budget now, because there are a lot of fucking games that are coming out next year. A lot of good ones. So look ahead, figure out what you want to buy. Yeah. Uh, my closing thought is going to be, I'm excited to do more all up in 2022 with you guys. Aww. It's been hey. a fun year. Aww. It's been a fun year. So I'm, I'm glad we were able to, as far as we know, stream every week this year. It was a struggle there for a while. So hopefully we can all stream every week for the next year. That'd be I'm also times. hoping stream we can games. kind of get back to making more, more content. Hopefully. We'll see. Hopefully. Maybe. Once I get these deployers out, I may or may not have more time. We'll see. I have I have to go to work on Monday, even though we're off on Monday because I got somebody going to the airport. Oh shit! It's good times, good times. But once all the deployers leave, crossing my fingers, I have some more time on my hands. So, yeah. all, all right, right, boys. That's an olip. That's an olip. Happy Thanks New for Year, hanging out, everybody. Have a happy New Year. Stay safe. That's all I have to say. All right. See you next year. Bye. Bye. You. Bye.